Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. It's time, BT. It is time for Steve Cohen to start the process of getting back that crown. He's got to do something. I understand their plan. I do. And for the most part, I've been understanding this offseason. However, I'm starting to get pissed off. Because every time there's a report, it's now, oh, the Mets are looking at Michael Lorenzen. Oh, the Mets are looking at Julio Tehran. And then you go back to last week. Oh, the Mets bring in Choi to maybe fight for DH spot. They bring in Luke Voigt. So they are acknowledging that they need help. The season is a month away. Opening day is a month away. Actually, less than a month away, right? Mm -hmm. March 28th coming up. And they acknowledge that they need pitching and they need a DH. There are pitchers and DHs out there. And yet, while I understand the plan, neither of those moves, bringing in a DH or a pitcher, would destroy that plan for the future. Steve Cohen needs to go out there and do something because it's starting to bother me now as a Met fan, even an understanding Met fan. Uh, I'm going to help you today, and I think that I'm going to be able to help you today because I'm not emotionally invested in this year. And... Cohen's got the checkbook. Obviously, it's his team. Stearns has the power. And that's the way it's supposed to be until Stearns proves, if he does, that he doesn't deserve the power anymore. David, and I know, I know that this is going to be frustrating for you. I know it. And I get it. If I was Sal, if I was Evan, if I was Met fans around the station, I'd be sitting here saying the same thing. You know, uh, we don't really have a third baseman. Cole Chapman, maybe get a cheap deal. Need some pitching. Get Montgomery. And Montgomery, by the way, would not compromise the future. Well, that's the point. I, I understand that. But, Sal, the Mets have been forever searching for sustained success. And whether or not David Stearns is able to adjust to the to the big market style of eventually having to spend, David Stearns know how, knows how to build a baseball team. He went four straight playoff appearances with a limited budget. They won 95 games one year. I know they didn't do anything in the playoffs there, but he built a roster that was good. To hire Stearns and not let him do his job would be dumb. I get the frustration. 
I think in the long run, this is going to pay off for you guys. I, maybe that's fine, but I want it to pay off now to a certain extent. I'm not saying that. Look, I'm accepting that they're not going to be a World Series team. I'm accepting they're not going to be a division-winning team. I am not accepting them knowing that they have areas of need going into this year and going after Michael Lorenzen or Julio Tehran or Choi or Voight. Like, you obviously need help. We've all been saying that. We know that the pitching, the starting rotation going into the year was thin to begin with. Then they lose Kodai Senga. Who knows how serious that injury is going to be? Even next year, they're going to need pitching. Why not look at Montgomery, assuming the price comes down a little bit? And by the way, even if it doesn't, come up with a deferral so you could figure out a way around the luxury tax hit this year, and you still have have him here locked up next year. Now, I'm not saying that Montgomery's going to make him that much better, but there is something to be said about exciting or pissing off the fan base ahead of opening day. And the Mets are doing the latter. There is no excitement. You, Other than, yeah, I'm a Mets fan, and I'm going to be excited to watch Pete Alonso hit some home runs and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's no juice. If you made a move for a DH for a starting pitcher, at least you feel a little bit better and I don't think it's going to break the bank. And by the way, it's Steve Cohen. It shouldn't be shouldn't be worried about it. I, I'm not trying to say waste money mm-hmm. in a year where you know you're not going to be competing for the World Series. I get that. However, it's Steve Cohen. The, the beauty of having Steve Cohen as the owner is that you're not supposed to worry about nickel and dime type stuff. If you need a DH, you go get a DH. If you need a pitcher, you go get a pitcher. Not bargain bin shopping with Michael Lorenzen and Julio Tehran or Luke Voigt or Choi. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? What? You're, you're resisting. Well, I mean, quite literally what the Mets are doing is they're resisting the temptation to appease you. And to appease the fans, and there's value in that. I'm not, I'm, in all sincerity, I'm not minimizing fans feeling good about their teams going into a season. But I, I, I honestly, I commend the Mets. Like the Mets right now are doing, I think, the hardest thing to do, especially in this city. They are tuning out the noise. They are tuning out the agitation from the fans. And they are moving forward with their plan. But why can't they do both? Why can't it be a because plan? Because I think there'll be better players out, out there next year that could actually... I, I... But but how would J.D. Martinez on a one-year deal... And by the way, even forget that. I'll give you... Like, I'll, I'll suck it up and sit there and you know watch Beatty and Vientos play third and maybe you know Vientos a little bit, DH with DJ. So, like, fine. You could actually make a case where that makes a lot of sense. This year, you want to see what Beatty can do. You want to see what Vientos can do. I'm not buying it. I think Vientos stinks. I don't think Beatty's much better. But I'll buy that. Go get a pitcher then. There's no There's no way. And I don't want Blake Snell. And I think he's a better fit for the Yankees. We've gone over that. Yep. And I do understand why they wouldn't go all in for Montgomery. But the fact that he's still not signed. They then lose Kodai Senga. While I don't think it's a good idea to panic and pivot and just go get a pitcher because one is down, I will make the argument that they need Montgomery next year anyway. Let me ask you this, Sal. Do you think that Steve Cohen's cheap? I don't. Okay. so But, just but, to... I, but I'll tell you this. Go ahead. The moves this offseason, they have been cheaper. Have they been cheaper or have they been made out of um, the, the, the need to evaluate what you have? And that's the difference. I I get it. You know that. that oh, who's be- better, Luis Severino or Blake Snell? Oh well, there's no doubt. It's Blake oh, who's Snell. better, Luis Severino or Jordan Montgomery? Montgomery, right? So this is a cheaper move bringing in Luis Severino. For- now I understand it. Yeah, I mean his value there. You could potentially the upside for him. You're getting great value. However, the, the Steve Cohen is not cheap. His actions speak louder than anything else. He has shown that he went after Yamamoto. 
So they acknowledge they need pitching. Is this just David Stearns doesn't like Blake Snell or Montgomery? Okay, right, maybe I'd buy that. And by the way, there's a lot of teams okay. that don't like Blake Snell right. because Blake Snell says it's inside a contract. Same with Montgomery. So they're obviously overvalued, and maybe the contract will come down a little bit to where yeah. they jump in. Fine. But you're telling me that David Stern's like Michael Lorenzen more than he does Jordan Montgomery? No, no, that's not what I'm saying at but all. But that's so, what they're looking at. Uh, do you? Do they need a DH or not? And if they do, or if they don't, then why are they looking at Luke Voigt or Choi? Well, they just try to strengthen numbers, and, and really, it's a one-year rental. Oh, dude, I'm not selling you on the prospects of a good season. It's going to be a tough watch here. But I promise you this, at the end of the season, you will have a definitive answer on Vientos, on Beatty, you will get the intel that you need to move forward with intelligent decisions. Now, I look at this, you know, I don't even know if you do this because you don't like cutting grass, you don't like shoveling snow. Yeah, no, so I, I really I really don't think that you like going into your garage and cleaning things up in the garage, do you? Yeah, I do like organizing. Oh, you do? I love organizing. Okay, good. Yeah. So you'll, you'll understand this. You'll feel this because you actually do it. Imagine going into whether it's your bobbleheads, you know, that Whatever, stuff that yeah. you have to organize to move, or a garage where you've, you know, and, and certainly as the kids get older, now there's bats and balls and yeah. gloves and cleats that you outgrow in a year, and there's everything everywhere, and there's chairs, and there's there's 3,000 bottles of water in a fridge, and shovels and sleds, and it's craziness, right? Bikes. Dollhouses that we outgrow, everything. Yeah. And you go through, you, you open the door to the garage, and you look at the mess that is... Probably for me, three weeks away from me attacking. Right. Now, before I attack that mess, I've got to plot out, because otherwise it will be frustrating and it will be without reward and success. If I just dive into it haphazardly, oh, let me take this bat here. Oh, he, she outgrew these shoes from Ballarat. Uh, no, no, you've got to have a plan so that the disorganization becomes organized. And what the Mets are, and I, I do believe that this is the right thing. I do. What the Mets are doing now is they're sifting through the rubble. They are systematically understanding what they want to keep, what they want to throw out in the trash. They are cleaning up their garage. Which what is they're doing. Which is fine, but if you're cleaning up your garage and trying to rid yourself of that junk, why the hell are you looking at Michael Lorenzen and Julio Tehran and bringing in Luke Voigt and Choi? BT and Sal on the fan are friends of Town Fair Tire. Remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. I think the thing that's starting to bother me, and you know I've been patient with this, and I do believe in Steve, and I do believe in Stearns, and I, I, I think that next year it's going to be a totally different story. I believe in the future of the Mets. Okay. I believe in the plan. We're starting to get closer to opening day. It's oh, becoming yeah. a reality that I'm going to have to watch a crappy baseball team. I know it's crappy. They know it's crappy. And they're not doing, like, like the moves are still there to be made. Go do something about it. Greg is calling from Westchester. What's up, Greg? Hey, as a you know, longtime Met fan, I just feel like Sal's being way too harsh, and I actually agree, agree with the non-Met fan, uh, Brandon, on this. Sal, do you realize they had Luke Voigt last year in the minors? It's not like they went out and got somebody. He's a death piece. Before they got Choi and Luke Voigt, their first baseman in their system was J.T. Schwartz, who's like a double-A guy. It's just death. And you know what? Believe in what he's doing. He's trying to build a system. Brandon's right on track, and that's all I just wanted to say. Yeah, let's go, Matt. Thanks for the call, Greg. Yeah, everything's great. I mean, come on now. Come on now. It's easy for BT to say as he sits there with that smirk because you're going to get to watch Juan Soto and Aaron Judge. Well, I, mean, I got to watch Brett Beatty and Mark Vientos and DJ Stewart. No, I got news for you. What if Vientos hits 25 home runs? Yeah, okay. How many did he hit last year? Come on, dude. Come on, Vientos. So you are you are I mean, again, without I said, 
a shred of optimism going into the season. I think Mark Vientos is not a good baseball player. Okay. Matter of fact, let me retract that. I know Mark Vientos is not a good baseball player. Now, could he provide some offense at DH? Maybe. I don't think so. I like DJ Stewart as a player. I think he could be a productive player. Mm-hmm. And I'll live with that. I'm telling you, like, I've, I've usually, as a fan, I have the highest expectations and would hold them to the highest of standards. This year, I understand. I understand the plan. I really do. The, you can't tell me that they couldn't use Jordan Montgomery moving forward. I'm not saying that. How would Jordan Montgomery... Would you Montgomery, rather have Walker Buehler next year? Yeah, well, but but the, the reality is they need both. I understand okay, that. Okay, so but, let, let's just paint the scenario, right? No Jordan Montgomery this year. He signed somewhere else. Blake Snell signed somewhere else. Next offseason. Luis Severino, free agent again. Mm-hmm. Sean Manaya, right? I mean, uh, he signed a two-year deal, oh, Manaya. He? Yeah, he's uh, the only one oh, of, the, oh, of the group that signed two. Oh, great. So Sean Manaya you got him the extra yeah. year. Yeah, great. Take Salvas in that. Yeah, great. Sean Manaya will be back next year because that's, you know, really he's a stud. That the man. Quintana, is he a free agent at the end I of the year? Think I think this he signed is a two-year deal. I think, think this is it for him. Too. Point is, they're going to need pitching I next that. year anyway. Yep. So even if they get Walker Bueller, you're telling me they're not going to need to add another pitcher? Jordan Montgomery is a guy you slot in, you don't worry about him, you pencil him in, will be fine in the two, three slot, whatever it may be, down the road, you're going to need another arm anyway. Mm-hmm. And he would help you this year. Now, I know he's not the difference, and I've been making the case in, in supporting the Mets. Saying that, yeah, I get it. I understand why they want me. That would you be just the guy. get a little itchy. Sun's well, coming out. Well, birds are starting to chirp. Grass is uh, starting to thaw out a little yeah. bit. Sal's getting a little. Uh, Sal is. And, uh, it, the reality's hitting you that your team is going to stink. And I've told you this all winter, but it's ironic that I'm the one telling you today that to become good, you have to stink. Understood. Well, no, that's not true. They shouldn't have to. So stink. they've got to get the evaluation. Uh, they have too many kids but in that's the system. Fine, but, but, but Sal, they've got too many players. Michael that Lorenzo are, and Julio Tehran. Uh, but they didn't sign them. Yeah, but but they are acknowledging that they need pitching. I know they've got needs everywhere. Quite frankly, outside of really first base, shortstop. Eh, you know, no, you could. I think how many needs do they actually? Have, they've got a lot of needs. You can make a case whether I think Vientos is good or not. Really doesn't matter. He, you can make the case that he still could be a productive player. Same thing with Brett Beatty. They're going to determine that. Okay, fine. I'll understand that. I disagree, but I'll understand that. You cannot make the case that they don't need starting. Pitching, they admit it. They acknowledge it. We all know it. They oh, needed God, it before yeah. Senga goes down. They need it even more now. Yeah, so I said this a month ago yeah, that I, I think the Mets have the worst rotation in baseball before Senga went down, and right. maybe that was a uh, you know a little bit of a stretch. But the point is, I, I think they're going to be the neighborhood, unfortunately. But I mean, I, I asked you before, do you believe that Cohen is cheap? And your answer was no. Right. Although you, you know you voice your frustration, I get that that he hasn't really spent a lot this winter. And now I'm going to ask you this: Do you believe in David Stearns? I do. Okay. So, but he's starting to annoy me. Okay, but I got there's a I sense got you. of like you don't arrogance. think Leon. Hey, did Leon Rose annoy us, Nick no. fans, from when he first got going? Moody, think about the bad moves that he made. He brought in Kemba Walker on one knee. He had to trade Kemba Walker right. and attach a first round pick to get rid of Kemba Walker. I actually think it's 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 amazing. Actually, as both teams, the Knicks are beginning to rise. The Mets eventually will. I think that the Met fan should really look at the Knicks as a template for how to build this thing out. You're not Stearns is going to make mistakes, like Leon Rose did. But then, you know, the evidence is that at the end of the tunnel, if you do things right and you let somebody who, by the way, is perceived by everybody in baseball to be brilliant and shrewd and forward-thinking and an asset, let Stearns do his job. Robles is calling from Harlem. What's up, Robles? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. How are you? Hey, hey buddy. How are you? Guys, man. What, um, with the Mets, listen, man, we, 
we all banking way too much on these young kids. Like Sal said, Vietos, I just don't see it in You know, with the Williams kids, Cunha, and the other kids, if one kid can out, we're lucky. You have to sign some players, man. You can't just be a You're not going to. You're like not. Sal said, like Sal said, Montgomery is not going to take the long-term process. It's not like you're going to sign the guy for 10 or 8 years. It, it just don't make no sense. Well, he they need pitching, Robles, and thank you for the call. They need pitching. That's the one guy. Like, I could get upset about the DH stuff, but I, I understand that, and that could be, like, I'm not asking for too much. Although, you should always be in the business of putting the best team possible out there to try and enhance your chances of making the postseason and going on through the postseason. I honestly, I swear to God, I fundamentally disagree with that assertion. That you should not always make your team better? No, because I think sometimes by trying to, and I know what you mean, trust me, I, I get I get what you mean, but I do not agree by by taking shortcuts or making little cosmetic upgrades that right. will temporarily make you better and scratch the itch, if you will, it doesn't lead anywhere. And all I've and all I've seen uh, as a baseball fan, but all I've heard from Met fans my whole life, I just want to build something out where they're good for a couple of years in a row. This is what he's doing, right, but, and now you guys are complaining. But how would Jordan Montgomery hurt that process? I could answer how J.D. Martinez would hurt that process. There is no response for how Jordan Montgomery would hurt that. Well, how, how would he hurt that? Uh, my response Who's would be... Who's he holding back? Which guy do we need to see that's holding back? Like, if you need Michael Lorenzo in, if you maybe want Julio Tehran, you could use Jordan Montgomery. He's a major league pitcher, one who's had success in New York. He's not holding anybody back. You need pitching next year anyway. You might get him at a decent value as obviously his prices come down. Maybe you can figure it out, have deferrals so you save on some of the luxury tax. Like, a deal can be done here. There's a deal to be made. How how would Jordan Montgomery hurt anything but some finances for the Mets, which they should be able to overcome because of Steve Cohen? Well, wouldn't you have to give up a comp pick because he's a free Who agent? Gives a crap I, I, David about Stearns the does. That's how yeah, he's going to oh build this out. How do you think the Mets got? It's funny. I read something from Daryl yesterday uh, or over the weekend, and Daryl said, hey, this is the way we built our last championship team. Now, the Mets were so bad that they were able to draft very high. And that's why they got Daryl. Obviously, they drafted Doc out of Tampa. You know, you drafted Lenny. You drafted Mookie. A couple of years before that, you drafted Wally back. We know, we know all the names. And then you accent it with somebody like Keith and Gary and some other veteran stars, you know, and stabilizers like somebody like Ray Knight. I just think that you have to, you have to understand that uh, and I would be saying the same thing if Jordan Montgomery signed today with the Yankees. Like, I think Jordan Montgomery's good. Right. I don't think he's anything more than that. And he's good. I right. special. And uh, what does Jordan Montgomery do for you this year? Well, uh, he, he makes them a little bit better. A little bit, but not good enough to be any good. Scott is calling from Amityville. What's up, Scott? Yo, Sal, what's going on? What's up, E.T.? Hey, Scotty. What's up, so, Scott? What's up, kid? So, Sal, man, I'm, I'm going to dig in on you a little here. I think you got to stop with the predictions. There aren't any go- I mean, comp picks on Montgomery? So, is that right. true? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not you. sure of the whole rules. I, I, I know Blake right Snell now. has the two and the five, but I, I did not know about uh, Montgomery. Sorry, go ahead, Scott. Go ahead, Scotty. No, no, listen, man. So you're, you're sitting there and you're screaming about how you know Mark Vientos is going to be a bad baseball player. No, he's not, he, not, not going to be. He is a bad oh, baseball is. player. Is that the same way you knew the Mets were going to win the division the other year when we didn't? No, it's different. Just stop. Let's let it play out. It, it's no, it's different. It's different. You're not an expert. It, it's, it's different. First of all, I give my opinion, Scott. You could disagree with that, and that's fine. Give me that's reasons. Right. Yeah, well, okay, so let's play the game out of here. Forget no. about Hold No, no, Scott, hold on. Let's have a conversation. I'm not going to hang up on you. I say... 
Mark Vientos is a bad baseball player, and I have about five facts to back that up. Now, I want to hear you and your facts to why he's a good baseball player. I'm not saying he's a good or a bad baseball player. I don't think we've had enough baseball from Mark Vientos in the in the major league. Okay, yet. what position does he play? What position does he play? Mark, Mark Vientos? Mark Vientos is an infielder and a DH. Yeah, okay. Does he play third base? He's well? not an infielder. He'll never play if he's not good enough to play infield. I mean, right, Scott, no, Scott, if the age is the same, like, you no, just, no, 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 right, Scott, you, you, you obviously don't, I'm trying to like help you understand here how it works. There's a difference between being a good baseball player and being a potential DH. Mark Vientos right. is not a good baseball player. But, but that's, that's what, what I say. We're talking about Mark, BT brought the point. What if Mark Vientos hits 25 home runs? You say he's not a good baseball player. Does a good baseball player equate to a guy hitting maybe 230 and hitting 25 home no, runs? No, it does RBI? not. It does not. Not at his age. And thank you for the call. It does not. Well, he's not that old. What do you mean at, at his age? What is he, 23? Yeah, right. He's 23 years old. That, that, that's the point. You shouldn't be 23 and trying to be a DH. You, you've got to have some athleticism and a position. He's not good enough at first base, and obviously there's a roadblock there anyway. Yeah. He's not. He's a butcher he at third, third base. base. He can't play third okay, base. Okay, but that's leagues. what they're going to do. He's not, play, he's not a third baseman. He, uh, that's going to be a big problem. I'm going to okay, give you that. He so, cannot play third so base. So if he's not a third baseman and he's not going to play first, yep. what is he? Well, can, can he can I'll, he run? I'll tell you. Can he throw? Can he catch? He's not he's not a plus runner. He could have plus power. He's got a good body, six four. He's going to put some yeah. more functional weight on. Okay, so so I'm hearing one thing. He might might be able to hit with power. Well, he hit with power last year a little bit for you guys. Oh, okay, right, but, so but we've seen that. Sure. Yeah, what was his batting average? I, I don't know. Right. Okay. Well, we'll look it up. But it wasn't. Very no, no, good. it wasn't impressive. Yeah, okay. He strikes out and, a lot. And I we got agree. It. We agree that he doesn't have a position in the field. At 23 years yep, old. Yep. So you're telling me a 23 year old kid doesn't have a position. In the field. And I'm supposed to think that that's a good baseball player? It, it, no, it's I know why you say He's that. He's not a good baseball player. Well, he, he hit 211 last year. But he is a good hitter. In succession. A 211 last year. It, see, to me, this is interesting enough where if this was my team, my player, I would want the answer, which is why I'm telling you Stearns is doing the right thing. And even more importantly, or maybe more directly, Cohen is really doing the right thing by allowing Stearns to do the right thing that he thinks is right, to do his job, basically, which is what he brought here to do. And I know that numbers are just numbers, and mm-hmm. I saw a lot of the highlights last year with Vientos at Syracuse. I'm looking at his numbers from the minors. In just, I'm going to just give you OPS in succession. 927, 979, 877, 999. It's the minors. No, I, but now, I now understand do, that. Now, Before you get to the majors, you got to prove prolific yeah. in the minors. Now dude. let's do the majors. Now, now, now let's do okay, the majors. Not, well, you can, but it's not fair. It's oh, a couple oh, of coffee. Fair? He's played 81 games. Okay. He's played 81 games. How many home runs does he have? In, in, how, how many 10. Home, okay. So if 25, you do, 20. Okay, so that projects to yeah. literally 20 home runs. Uh, two, he's got, 81. He's got a 205 batting I average. This won't be at 212. You want a DH in 20? Dude, what did your catcher hit last year? He hit 210. You want a DH at 23 years of age to hit 20 home Runs, that's a big no, deal. It's not optimal. What I'm saying is, I guess that I'm a little more willing to give him a chance to see if he can hit. Fair enough. That's un- it. Un- understood. He's making peanuts. He's, he's cost nothing. He's right. a young guy. And by the way, Wade Boggs. He's not Boggs, a good baseball player. That's you know how the many point. players? But you know how many pl- They said the same thing about Wade Boggs. Now, I'm not saying he's Wade Boggs. Obviously, totally different profile. Wade Boggs came up late because Wade Boggs was an awful third baseman. Couldn't run, couldn't pick it. Well, look what he turned into. Oh, and, and he's not going to turn into Wade Boggs. All I'm saying is, I I trust more than you. Wade I Boggs, trust... first year in the big leagues, 104 games. There's a cup of coffee. 349. I understand that, but how, Even o- how a home old run was he? Homers. How 24. Okay, but look at how long he was in Pawtucket in the minors. Sal, I trust. I mean this. I mean it's always right because they're not always perfect. I trust more than you. Yeah. I trust more than me. 
I trust David Stern's ability to project a player. Right, but but they're not. So I'm, pro- I'm going to let him do that. He's not projecting. He's sure evaluating. He well, but you know, he no, he's evaluating. No, 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 that's not true because they, well, it's both. Because in if you don't think that a player could possibly ultimately project well, you wouldn't waste your time evaluating him. You'd get rid of him. So that they they have an interest in evaluating somebody like Vientos because they think he could project favorably. Right. And, and maybe That's it. maybe he can hit as a DH. I didn't say he couldn't. I said he's not a good baseball player. And there are facts to back that up. Like, I don't know, not having a freaking position? BT and Sal on the Fan Warrior calls on the other side. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. World Series over. Yankees win the... Yankees win! When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. It's their 27th World Championship. The most of any team in any sport in the history of professional sports. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan on this final day of February. It's February 29th? I didn't yeah. know that, that existed. It does. So this happens every, every four years? Okay. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Whatever. Okay, February 29th. Anyway, baseball is getting closer. It is. And the reality is starting to sink in. Yeah, sounds getting angry. And sounds start- getting a little, little antsy. I, I just, I think you could do both. And I don't think the Mets are doing that well enough. I I wasn't asking for much. Like, maybe had they provided a DH a month ago, I wouldn't be on their back today. But they didn't. Maybe had Senga not go down, I wouldn't be on their back today. But they didn't add a DH. They needed starting pitching to begin with. Senga goes down. It was supposed to be their best pitcher. They don't have a clear opening day starter. Not that bringing somebody in would be that clear opening day starter. There are other guys out there. Snell is still there. Montgomery is still there. They're looking for Lorenzen and Tehran. It's driving me up a freaking wall as opening day is a month away. So, you know the whole thing. We'll get back to these calls here in a second because I know you guys are charged up. 877-337-6666. So, the whole crown thing with Cohen, mm-hmm. right? It's been put on ice for a little bit. I removed bit. it. Yeah, we I, had I, to. I, I appreciate Fairly. that. 
The robe and crown is in the is in our office, uh-huh. waiting to yeah. be the scepter. Now the chair. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna let you feel yeah, the it's, whole it's spiel. Ready to the go. red carpet. Every, everything's. Yeah. There. I almost want to give it to him today. I know that that sounds completely bizarre and backwards. Can I tell you why? Think about the dynamics of a king peasant relationship. The king. The fans of the peasants? Well, I say that very yeah, loosely. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, a peasant right. as well. We, yeah, we, yeah, we, no, 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 Are you not calling that. me a peasant? <laughs> I'm out Pretty of here. much. Yeah. The king doesn't react to the clamoring of the peasants. Right. The peasant reacts to the actions of the king. Right. And by Cohen not cracking, not flinching, and not, and again, I say this with a smile, not giving the peasants just the whole right, king dynamic. Right, 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 right. Not giving the peasants what they want. He's actually been more king-like than he's been in the last couple of months. I, I agree with that 98% of the way. I, I think that you're right, which is why I believe in Steve and do understand this plan. However, you can make your team better now and in the future with just one acquisition. To me, Jordan Montgomery is the guy. Like, you could argue back and forth about the others. I think he's the clear guy. There's no way they can tell me that he wouldn't make them better now and in the future, and he's not doing it. So, and by the way, I don't even know if that move would be king-worthy. Let's say the Mets all of a sudden do go sign Jordan Montgomery. Can I bring back King Cohen? No. That's no, not a king no, move. No, no, it's, it's like a nice move. But it's, not, it's a move you should be making, for goodness sake, trying to make the team better. You need pitching. Uh, that that's what's bothering me. Yes, I respect the discipline and the plan and all that. I don't think Jordan Montgomery would be a diversion from that plan. Julio is in Wading River, New Jersey. What's up, Julio? Hey, what's up, guys? Big fan of the show. Thank now, you. I met you. I met you once over in Retro Relics in Selden. You're a good guy, man. I appreciate everything you do, bro. Thank you very uh, much. Appreciate that. Yes, I just I have a, a, a worst case scenario as a Mets fan. I'm a big Mets fan, and uh, worst case, it just popped into my head one day. Last year, me and a couple of buddies went to a game. We were at City Field. Beautiful day. We got a couple of people walking around with petitions. They uh, asked us to sign a petition. It happened to be about putting casinos up over right by City Field. Just the worst case scenario as a fan. What if Steve Cohen's main objective is to concentrate on these casinos and not so much on the Mets team? Sal, you hit it on the head. You get Jordan Montgomery, you get Blake Snell. We can't ask for no more than that. Well, We're in contention. I, I'm, not, I'm not asking for both, Julio, and thank you for the call. I, Montgomery will be the guy, but if they acknowledge they need pitching, which they do, and there are good pitchers available, which there are, then why aren't you going to get them? It's It bothers me. I understand the plan, but I don't understand how you can make an excuse saying that Jordan Montgomery, for example, would be diverting from the plan. As far as the casino thing... I mean, I first of all, as a fan, I would be excited about yeah, having yeah. the area around City Field built up. 100%. And I also don't think it's taking away from Steve Cohen's passion and prioritizing the Mets. But it's not a, it's, I mean, what's not more appealing than a chop shop? Yeah. Hey, right. come I mean, on. Yeah. Um, so, who, that was Julio, right? Julio yes. said the worst case scenario would be, you know, what, what he just said, that maybe he's just so focused on, on the building of the casinos. First of all. Brilliant businessmen are capable of juggling multiple uh, multiple entities, number one. So that wouldn't be worst-case scenario. Let, let me tell you what, what very well could be worst-case scenario for you. 74 wins. Yankees win the World Series. Mm-hmm. Soto re-ups in the Bronx. All three very realistic. Pete Alonso goes. Mm, I don't know about I mean, that. I'm just saying, that would be worst-case scenario. And then what? You think I'm I- mad today. <laughs> 
I don't know what I, I don't know what we would do at that point. We'd have to do the show the show somewhere special. It, yeah. it would have to be. That's not going to happen. We could not do the show in here. Yeah, live from the chop shops at City Field uh, as fans rally to burn the place down. I mean, think think about this. That's not going to happen. But three of the four can. Like, they're not going to let Alonzo go, especially in that scenario. If they don't get Soto, Yankees win the World Series. Like, Met fans know. Unless Pete says, I'm tired of losing. And, you know, I I might want to, you know, kind of see what's out there. Yeah, I mean, well. Which I think is possible. Imagine if the Mets offered him the most money and Pete left. Now, that would be something. Then that would be ultimate worst case. Yes, let's add another layer there. He left $50 million on the table with the Mets to go to the Cardinals. Cohen has admitted to the, you know, he, he's not tone deaf. He says he says everything you want as an owner and he's done everything that you could ask for from a fan's perspective that you would want in an owner until this year. And I'm not asking for much. Like I think there are a lot of fans who say get a DH, get Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery or go get, you know, at least a DH and one of the top pitchers. I'm not even asking for that. And I'll I'll understand. I think Viento stinks, but I'll understand you wanting to evaluate him and Brett Beatty understood you got to get a pitcher. You need a pitcher. You need a pitcher next year. It's one of the reasons why I didn't want them to trade Verlander at the deadline last year, looking ahead to this year. I said, who is going to be their ace next year? Here we are. Who is their ace this year? Nobody. They don't have Kodai Senga, and even he's not a true ace. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not knocking the Verlander trade, but by, I'm saying, by the way, I said the same thing. Yeah. I thought they should, you know, obviously you got to get rid of Scherzer. I would have kept Verlander as well. They didn't, whatever. Well, once they did that, it signaled that this year was. Done. And it also kind of, let's face it, reinforced what Scherzer said about the Mets not being all in. Right. Well, well, meaning for this year. We knew that they gave up on last year. Fine. Yeah. yeah. But when you tra- trading Scherzer's a different animal. He stunk. You weren't yep, going to get anything. Yeah, had to get rid of him. But once they traded Verlander, that was not just giving up on last year. That was giving up on this year. I mean, too. here's the good news. You know, if, if Cohen did this the last three or four years and this is who he is and hiring for your small business, if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Then it's different. It's a different level of agitation. It's it's almost despair, you know, really, beyond repair. To me, this is just a foreshadow uh, of a recalibration. He, he, they're hitting the reset button, and quite frankly, they need to. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991. On a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. 
Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. Let's get in some of the calls here, BT. I know you and I have been chatting quite a bit, taking up a lot of time. I want to hear from the listeners here and callers on the Mets. You know, I'm just that's how I felt last night hearing about Lorenzen and all that stuff in Tehran. I'm like, oh, I've had enough of this. I've been patient. I've been disciplined. I've been understanding. Opening day is coming and you need pitching and they're not getting it. Matt is in Selden, Connecticut. What's up, Matt? Hey, Matt. Hey, B-Team Styles. How's everything going? Good. How are you? Matt, what's up, bud? Yeah, first time, long time. I'm just going to give you a breakdown of how the Mets season is going to go down. So, I think we're going to come out firing. I think April, May. I think we're going to be like 10 games above 500 at the end of May. <laughs> and then... 10 games <laughs> above? Yeah. 10, okay. 10 games above. I'm telling you. The, the bats are going to be exploding. Okay, I think okay. The, I think the pitching's underrated. I think the Manea guy is going to be really good for us. Okay. Um, and then Sal, how, how's the how's the mess in June? Well, awful. The June swoon. Yeah. Did they win a game they're, in June last year? Did they win one? Yeah. I forgot. So they're going to come crashing back down to earth. They're going to be terrible. We're going to go back down to like 500, and then we're going to play 500 ball until like August. And then August is going to come around, and we're going to be have a huge resurgence. They're going to give us all this hope and all this, uh, you know. Right. You know, playoff hopes and everything like that. Only to, come, sometime. only to come crashing down a week before the end of the season. Yep, yep, yep. So, like, two weeks into September. See, and this is what's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but we're going to get disappointed once again. And then, you know, we're going to get all these young kids coming up, like Acuna, Jet Williams, and all of them. You and know, then, I'll, uh, I'll tell you, Matt, I understand why you say that, and thank you for the call. Like, there's it's very good possibility. Two things on it. Number one, I don't think the Mets are going to get off to a hot start. And I will say that I don't think at any point this season they will be 10 games over 500. I mean, think about that. The I, Mets, agree, I agree with that. The 10, 10, games, 10 games, over, games over, I agree with that part. Now, if there is going to be a stretch, maybe I would have said in the beginning, had Senga not be hurt, I, I just I just don't see it. Me neither. I, I don't think that they're a, a team that – you'd be lucky if they're 500, let alone hey, you tell 10 me they're games eight and six, eight and five after 13. Yeah. Eh, I, mean, I, I don't know if I'd bet that, but I'd say, okay, but 10 games over, I agree Even with you. Even crappy teams maybe get off to a good start yep. and give you some false hope. And look, maybe they get off to a good start and start believing in themselves and could win. Maybe they add at the deadline. All those things are possible. However, they're not – ultimately, to me, not a very good baseball team. They're not making the moves to show you that they really even are making winning a priority this season. So if they did, it would be almost by accident. Because if they cared about winning, they would go get the better players that are available. This year, I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. not long-term. So they're sacrificing this year for the betterment of the long-term success. What I will disagree, though, is that even in what would otherwise be a normally painful September, there will be excitement this year, one way or another. They're either going to be in the wild card race for a final wild card spot, if you could get excited about that, or you're going to see the future. And you're going to start to get a sense of Acuna, Gilbert, Williams, maybe some of the younger arms, and how might they be impactful next season. I think that's something to watch. Like, at least in September for me, I want to see those guys up here. Yeah. If they're I, out of it. Yeah, and listen, that's when Vientos did a lot of damage last year. You know, he had a lot of home runs, if I'm not mistaken, in September when most guys were on the Jets and the Giants. And problem is Vientos was up here before that. No, no, I, yeah. I understood, of course. But I'm saying the only thing about... So you lay out two situations where maybe they overachieve a little bit, mess around, then they're in contention for that last wild card. That would be great. Uh, that seems like a bit of an overachievement for me. A little ambitious, but I, I wouldn't rule it out entirely. That's one. The other is, you know, they fall way short of that. The kids get the call up, and they do well, and they pot, and they get you excited. Or just even to see them. I, oh, okay. I was going to say, because the other option is Mets are nowhere near the wild card. They call the kids up, and they don't look that good. Yeah, I just want to see them. I, I, gotcha. I, my, point gotcha. Was, my point was that 
September would be meaningful games one way or another, I guess, or excited to watch them because they're either going to be in the race or you're going to be excited and curious to see what the kids can do. Not that it would be the be-all, end-all measuring stick. I don't care if Drew Gilbert or Jet Williams had 30 home runs. Mm. Like, it doesn't mean anything, ultimately. But you want to get a look at them. Like, there's curiosity to see them at the big league level. Yeah, I got news for you. I'm looking forward to following them at Syracuse in the minors. Like, I mean, last year, the nightly dose of, of Twitter highlights and SNY yeah, does see, a good job get... with that. I like seeing their swings, and I know it's not always a correlation there, but I enjoy following them in the minors, too. Yeah, I can't get caught up in the minor league stuff. Johnny is in Ocean, New Jersey. What's up, Johnny? Johnny, What's going on, Bob? Hey, guys. Uh, big fan. Been called multiple times. Um, I got I got a, a bone to pick with Sal. Sal, you got to relax a little bit, buddy. You got to give these kids a chance. Um, I think Vientos, if he puts up 20-plus homers this year as a DH, he's all set. Uh, as far as Beatty. All set with what? I love you guys saying, oh, if, if he puts up, yeah, okay, if he puts up 20. And by the way, 20 is not a big number. You're talking about home runs from a DH spot with a player that can't do anything else and you want 20. If you can't do anything else on the baseball field like Vogelback, you better be hitting 25 to 30 home yeah, runs, but, not 20. All right, yeah, that's fine. I agree, I agree. And, that, and what if Beatty puts up 20-plus homers that shows some uh, – Progression in the field. Yeah, okay, but these are what ifs. Do you think Beatty's going to be a player now? He's somebody I'm more interested in watching. I don't think Beatty is particularly good, Johnny, and thank you for the call. Uh, I, I think he's got a chance to be a productive major leaguer. Mm-hmm. I don't just, I, I don't love the look of him, BT. Offensively, I think he could be better. You know, defensive worries me. Just to get that big, kind of slow body. Uh, I don't know. But Beatty could be a major league. This is going to be a make-or-break year for Beatty. Is he going to be able to stick or not? He's raked in the minor leagues. He's dominated, as a matter of fact, in the minor leagues. And yet he's done nothing at the big league level. So I need to see it from Beatty. Vientos, I'm definitive on saying he's not a major league baseball player. He's certainly not a good baseball player. His only chance at sticking in the major leagues is if he hits at the DH spot. And to do that, you better put up big numbers, not 20 home runs in today's game. And the, the, the problem with Vientos, and there's not much else he's bringing to the table, I'm, I'm totally with you there, is that a player like that has to hit right away. Because if he starts April, I'm not saying that they're going to send him down or bench him immediately. You know, if he's if he's one for 10 in the, in the first Brewers series. No, I mean, you run him out there a little bit more. But if he's really scuffed, if he's like 190 through 18 games or so, and you don't run... And you've got no positional versatility, but your your calling card is you stick. There's nowhere to go. Whereas somebody like, you know, when Acuna comes up, all right, he can run. Right. Uh, I've seen some of his highlights right. already this He's spring. A, ball a couple of two, it's his first game. But I think Jeff Williams, the other way. Drew Gilbert, these guys are ball athletes, players. man. They're yes. they're dynamic athletes, yes. which, which absolutely excites you a lot more. Oh, I liked Mauricio. I was curious to yeah. see what he could do. I liked he I, he was he was at the top of the list actually, uh, along with Alvarez. So let me ask you this before we get back to these phones: How many? Because you use that twenty home run barometer for somebody like Vientos to really have some impact on the season. How many players, if you had to guess, how many players do you think had 20 home runs or more last season in baseball? I would think a lot. I mean, I, just had to take a guess. I mean, I couldn't even I'd give just you throw a out a number. number. <laughs> eh, 50, ballpark, 100? Uh, 92. Okay. That's a lot. Yeah. That's what I mean. Meaning it's not as hard as you think. He had nine. He that, barely played. But that's my point, is that in today's day and age, 20 home runs, not a big deal. Like, yeah, but wait, 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 it's not a big deal, but how many Mets had 20 home runs last year? Well, here's Besides the, Pete and Lindor and... Who else am I missing here? Oh, Nemo. I think that's it. Hold on, I want to look something up here because one. I honestly, it, did Alvarez have twenty or? Yeah, yeah he, he had did. twenty. Yeah, he had yeah, what, 20. of course, yeah. He had over twenty. So four guys, I think. I might be missing somebody, uh, but I think it's four. Let me give you these numbers. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, okay, I want to. I'm, I'm. I'm not going to give you the player. All right, I'm going to give you the numbers. A little blind resume kind of deal. Yes, All right. and see if you would take this from a DH. Okay, and then I'll give you from a DH making money or from a young kid. No, 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 there's no. a young difference. Kid, young oh, kid. Go ahead. Thirty. Thirty home runs. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. Let's see. One, uh, yeah, two. You take it. Three of his best years. Right. Thirty home runs. Go ahead. Thirty. Yep. 92 ribbies. Oh, my jeez. 253. Yeah, obviously. 27. Yeah, I'm more of an OPS guy. Forget about the average. I don't care about What's eight, the OPS? 830. Eight, okay. So you, Good, you don't want great. batting average? You want OPS? Just give me OPS. Give okay. me bombs, give ribbies, you, and OPS. Okay. Boom. So 30, Year 92, one. Yep. 830. Got it. 27. Got it. 73. Oh, the OPS has to be lower. 838. Oh, a little bit higher, actually. Probably played less. Got it. 838, third year. S- uh, 30. 30. 64. Okay. 818. Okay, so that OPS average 38 and 30. You got the average 68, so you got okay. So his average right around 825, a little bit lower than that. Uh, is that JD Martinez? Is that blind resume? Who is that? Lucas Duda. That's Duda? How well, you feel now? That's well how you like me now. <laughs> how you that, like me now? I mean I but Lucas freaking Duda. But he so wasn't. Lucas Duda played a lot of first base. He wasn't the DH, right? But but they didn't have a DH back then. Well, yeah. V, v, my point is, if Vientos put up those numbers, you'd be absolutely pumped. Yeah, you'd but be in, beyond. But pumped. in my mind, it would like I didn't like Lucas Duda as a player. I and understand he, and he put that. Up some numbers that you would be like, oh yeah, I'd sign for that in a second. And that's if Vientos could do that, and I don't think he can do that. Probably and I not. Wouldn't even, I wouldn't even want that. Now I do need the batting averages, now that I know that it's Duda. Cause the, so the first one yeah. was, what, 253? Give me the other two. Uh, they had to be a lot lower than that. Uh, 244. Okay, and what? And the third one, 253, 217. All right, so, that, so it got progressively worse. Probably the, the strikeout rate, the K rate. Excuse me, the K rate went up. I mean, I, listen, I watched Lucas do to play a ton. Right. Uh, and you know, big. Lo- I mean, not not it. Okay, not so it. so where was he hitting in the order though? Yeah. What was around them? Uh, if Mark Vientos is batting seventh, that matters. Like these things matter, Sal. Yeah, I, I get it, but when everyone's like, "Oh, dude, it was in the middle runs. of the order." Oh, 20 home runs. No, I'm not going to sign for a DH at 23 years of age to give me 23 uh, to give me 20 home runs. And nothing else. Like it's the same. It's essentially the same thing as Vogelback. My biggest issue with Vogelback wasn't that he wasn't a good offensive player because there wasn't. was some value. Oh. They, well, well, he had I got on you. base. The on base, yeah. yeah so my base. issue with Vogelback is that he can't run. Yep. Had no position. Like can't field, can't throw, mm-hmm. and he didn't hit with power until so, the end. He had that little spurt at the end. Uh, Remember, okay. he got hot. Yeah. So like, is Vientos really going to be that much better than than Vogelback? Yeah, but hold on a sec. So you say that you wouldn't take what twenty something. So you wouldn't take. So to be clear, you would you take twenty three home runs, um, OPS of eight fifteen this year from Vientos as a non fielder and as a non runner? Yes or no? How many homers? Eh, twenty three, twenty two, something like that. Nothing crazy. Twenty. Okay, but- because if you can I answer? Because if you say no, right? Then I would say, well, then why would you want JD Martinez? Because he's going to do. About I don't the, really want. He's going to do, Martinez. but a lot of Mets fans I, I do. Want the he's going to do. Oh, okay, well, I got you on that. But a lot of Mets fans are saying, go get Martinez, which I get to an extent because he's a sage, wise voice. He can have other mm-hmm. impacts on the clubhouse, which would be beneficial to the growth of the team. But if you don't want those kind of fairly nominal power numbers from Vientos, why would you want basically the same power numbers from a guy who's going to cost you fifteen million dollars a year? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Vientos is making seven hundred thousand dollars. Right, but he should, I want a ball player. 
I want. But a JD Martinez is not a ball no, 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 player. No, I don't want Martinez. But he's you. but he's better than Mark Vientos. And you're, we're going. If, but not if Vientos if. gives you 23 and 830 OPS. He's not better. Yeah, but that's not a significantly. Big if. That's a big if. Well, that, no, well, I got what you. What was his I OPS last year? I, I don't have that. I know it wasn't high. Uh, I they mean, didn't play much. Uh, okay, so right, we're, we're hypothetical. If yeah, well, if, he's not going to have an 800 plus if, OPS this a, year. If Mark Vientos performed offensively like JD Martinez, then you wouldn't need JD Martinez. The difference is JD Martinez is, performs way better offensively. No, than no, Mark I, 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 I agree. I just throw that back at you because you said that you're not interested in those. 20-ish home runs and, you know, 8-ish OPS. And I'm saying you should be because that's okay. what J.D. Martinez right. would get. Okay, you. 2022, blind resume. 18 home runs, 59 ribbies, OPS of 793. Are you asking me who it is? Oh, uh, would you take I, that? For how much money? Forget it matters. The money. No, a million bucks, two million bucks. Yeah. Daniel Vogelback. Yeah, too bad it wasn't with the Mets. No, that was. It was, How com- many home it was runs? a combined season. 2022, that was a oh, combined when they, season. Oh, when they acquired him, yeah. him and Ruff? Yeah. How many of those home runs did he hit with the Mets, though? Six. Yeah. 12 of them with the Pirates. Uh, yeah, I get it. I The blind resumes are always, you do this with the NCAA tournament team. You do this with that, quarterbacks in the draft. Just, I know. It, it, there's got to be. I you, just can't throw a 23-year-old kid in the garbage who I think can hit a few bombs. That That's where you and I right. differ. And I want to see what he's got. Right, and then he, you got to throw him out next year, you throw him and, out. And the reason why I throw out a 23-year-old kid in the garbage is because he can't do anything else on the baseball field. BT and Sal on the fan, more your calls. Coming up on the other side, this weather forecast is sponsored by Mucinex Kickstart. It's 36 degrees, although it feels like 28. It's freaking freezing out today. The wind. It's nice. Couldn't even sleep. It's windy. It's cold. What? The sun, though, should come out late this afternoon, but the temperature won't go above the low 40s with the real feel in the mid-30s. Brr. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 